Welcome to the Digital Health Insights Podcast, where NZ Hits CEO Scott Arrell brings you key thought leaders to share their experience, views, and vision on all things digital health and more. Full tech enablement is essential for creating world-class health systems, and Scott's guests discuss how this can be achieved, the challenges that need addressing, the opportunities it creates, and the benefits delivered to health, disability, and social care services in New Zealand and worldwide. Kia ora katoa. Thanks for joining me today in this episode that is another in the series relating to the Health Tech Supernode Challenge. This was launched on the 29th of June and it was my pleasure to be joined by Marion Johnson of the Ministry of Awesome in episode 12 to announce the opening of applications for the challenge. You can get more information about this at healthtechchallenge.co.nz. That's healthtechchallenge.co.nz. .co.nz, that's one word, and I encourage you to check this out now as applications close off on the 16th of August, which is not that far away. You can also find out more about NZHIT at our website, nzhit.nz, and use the contact form to provide any feedback, ask any questions, or suggest potential guests for this podcast channel. Of course, if you're an NZHIT member, then you'll have my direct contact information already, so feel free to get in touch. We're now three weeks down the track from the launch and there is a great deal of interest being shown in the challenge with a number of applications either being worked on or starting to flow in. During the past couple of weeks, I've also interviewed Alexandra Stutheridge from KiwiNet and Rick Davies from Ryman Healthcare about their support of the challenge. It was great to get their insights on how important the challenge is to them and the wider health tech innovation ecosystem. And in today's episode, my special guest is Stella Ward from Canterbury District Health Board. Stella is the Chief Digital Officer for both the Canterbury and West Coast DHBs and is responsible for implementing the digital strategy and leading the Information Services Group. Stella is also the Executive Lead for Bayer Innovations, a Canterbury DHB initiative to help innovators develop health technology, and she holds the Christchurch Health Precinct Executive Portfolio. Having a clinical background as a speech-language therapist, Stella has worked in allied health leadership roles, including Canterbury DHB Executive Director of Allied Health and President of the New Zealand Speech-Language Therapists Association. She has held executive management positions in several DHBs and has worked in the public health system, private practice, education, and welfare. So it's an absolute pleasure and privilege to be talking with Stella today about her and Canterbury DHB's support of the Health Tech Supernode Challenge. Well, hi, everybody. Thanks for joining me today and uh, spending some time uh, listening to this podcast channel. And it's a real pleasure to have Stella join us today. How are you doing today, Stella? Pretty good for a Friday. <laughs> yeah, Friday. Yeah, we, yeah, that's a good point, actually. We were pre-recording this on Friday. And uh, the uh, the big thing is it does you get to a friday and it's it's a good feeling especially you've been so busy the there's been this little thing called covid that yeah we've pretty much kicked into touch here in, in good old new zealand but, uh yeah that's been keeping you busy Are you yeah you want to share I mean, some of those things yes i mean pretty much like all of all industry in new zealand um mm. covid19 from a health perspective has been huge uh um but both from the point of view of responding um to uh get us through to a, the uh, the lockdown and the alert level four which meant you know lots of remote working uh lots of uh, uh telehealth and remote engagement with patients um uh and you know for me 
rolling out significant amounts of infrastructure and capability to support the health system response uh, and to ensure that people got the care they needed. Um, and yeah, just a really different way of working that um, lots of adrenaline initially and then uh, a bit of fatigue uh, as well. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a full on, uh, a full on few months. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you had, there was a cluster in that area, in your area, and, uh, you know, just fantastic to see how that was handled, really. It was, must have been, must have been a real challenging period, um, you know, for you, but obviously for those people directly on the, on the front line as well, wasn't it? It was, it was challenging for everyone. And, um, not only from the point of view of the healthcare workers that needed to work in different environments that they hadn't worked in before, um, but also for for family and far now, um, the fact that you know you couldn't really spend time with people um, as you normally would, and so again, needing to think about how, from a technology perspective, um, we could support people. So yeah, the the, the really proud of the teams mm-hmm. um, who who. who yeah, needed to respond and did respond and people got excellent care. Mm, they did. And that actually, we're going to talk about the um, Health Tech Supernode Challenge. Um, but we, what we will need to do at another time, Stella, when you're available is you know, get you back on the show and uh, you know, let's talk about the whole area of the, you know, what happened with regards to digital health, the vir- you know, virtual telehealth and just uh, you know, the amazing things that happened just kind of within a few weeks that, yeah, that uh, yeah. people like people like us have been kind of pushing for for quite a few time a few years haven't we so let's have another chat about that one day that'd be really worthwhile if you're if you're keen yeah be my, my pleasure yeah yeah nothing like putting you on the spot when you're being recorded you go what are you going to say <laughs> exactly <laughs> anyway yeah, let's talk about the health tech supernode challenge so this is um, part of the series that we're running because the the challenge was launched or oh, nearly three weeks ago and um, we had marion johnson from the ministry of awesome on the show when on the day that it was launched and then we had uh, alexandra stutheridge from kiwinet and and just this week, uh, as um, Rick Davies from Ryman Healthcare. So, Stella, you have been kind enough to spend some time with us, really, to talk about Canterbury DHB's support of the challenge, and you know, sort of the areas that you're looking at, get, um, kind of the focus areas that you'd like to see come out of that. So, let's talk about that a bit. Um, you know, the DHB's support. Firstly, that's fantastic. Along, you know, along with KiwiNet and. Uh, Christchurch NZ and Callaghan and and Christchurch uh, University of Canterbury. So and I probably left left a few out. So yeah, there's there's a there's a lot of um, uh, participants and there's a lot of supporters. So, uh, but coming back to specifically the DHB, um, firstly, yeah, why why are you supporting it? Well, um, for the Canterbury District Health Board, we're very much part of the Christchurch recovery. Uh, and so anything that is looking at how do we enhance the economic recovery and well-being of, of, of Christchurch is, is something that we want to do. So um, supporting innovation and in, in, in the all super nodes uh, as part of Christchurch NZ's strategy um, is fundamental. The, um, in Canterbury, you know, we've been through a bit t- together, so we like to do things uh, in a joined up way. So collaboration across the institutions and entities um, uh, in the city and uh, the region is pretty strong. But we've also got, this time got you know great support from from national organisations such as um, uh, KiwiNet and, um, and and others, so, which is fantastic. And obviously, we want people from other regions to to, to participate. The other um, 
uh, reason for Canterbury District Health Board to be involved is we pride ourselves on um, seeking uh, innovative ways to, to tackle uh, real-world problems, uh, problems facing the, the system right now. Uh, and so the two core themes of rural care and uh, elder care are significant uh focus areas for the Canterbury Health System and, and to be fair, the broader South Island uh, activity as well in terms of how we need to deliver care to a million South Islanders um, in, a, in, a, in an integrated and, and joined up way. And so um, Canterbury is a, is a, often perceived as an urban DHB, but actually we, we support a lot of rural communities and uh, one of the core themes is around equity and ensuring that there isn't a dig digital divide, that services are accessed in different ways. And so I don't have the answers, but I know that we have a challenge uh, that uh, we need to be thinking about uh, using different technologies to support care delivery for rural and for elder. And then, of course, there's the open section, which is, you know, um, the catch-all because, um we don't want to miss an opportunity. If so, if someone's identified a problem uh, that they've experienced of, of the system or of, of the care delivery or of how to make us more efficient or how to take um, cost out of the system, you know, we're completely open to that as well. Um, so, you know, Canterbury District Health Ward, we, um, we're very much wanting to provide an opportunity also for people to validate it. So um, it's all very well to sort of be a supporter and, and, and help identify the problems, but people have a solution, then we need to test it and validate it. So again, we're part of supporting um, uh, the winner, uh, should it be something that they need a validation process, that we um, prepare to do that. Yeah, the actually the good point actually the prize pool is equivalent to I think three hundred and forty thousand dollars, and that includes yeah, there's some cash in there, um, but there's also as you say that um, opportunity you know, to work with you and with with the DHB to for that validation process, which you know I think is fantastic. It's yeah the uh, one of the I, you know I've had some feedback from some who have said oh you know gosh you know we would never win, so why would we why would we apply why would we bother? And I and I said well that's actually kind of Number one, that's the fetus. But number two, um, the process of applying and going through the process um, will help you one heck of a lot. And when or not, you, you're actually going to come out the other side of it in a much better position because um, you will have had some scrutiny over you know, what you have developed or planning to develop. Then if you do get through, of course, that whole area of validation is fantastic. And uh, you're talking the three categories there, just to emphasise for for those who haven't caught up with that. And so far, is the rural health so solutions that are, are focused on rural health, um, elderly health, uh, older persons, uh, and then yeah, as Stella said, a catch-all of anything else that you can think of that that there's a problem there that needs to be solved. Um, Stella, in talking about problems, so you got anything in mind without obviously without giving too much away, but you know you've you daily are dealing with the problems you see them don't you so if you were sort of looking at a tech yeah. solution what, what would really light up for you you know uh well i think i quite like the idea of what can happen in a, someone's home um because you know uh, i've got a colleague who says that there's always a bed in a patient's home and so if we think about infrastructure and building hospitals and things you know they're really fundamental to delivering care so i guess for me some of the problems I would like to see 
solution for is, you know, remote patient monitoring. Um, I tease my dad who has a chronic condition that at, one, at some point there's going to be an avatar that turns up on his TV that prompts him to do and uh, what he needs to do to look after his own health and well-being. Um, so, I mean, I'm up for seeing how someone's own and personal environment that, you know, um, could be enhanced so that they are able to take better care of themselves, which is the first part of um, a health system response. You know, how does the mm. patient have greater sense of autonomy around their own health and well-being? And then, of course, you know, there's the other challenges I see around travel for rural, you know, um, telehealth is working really, really well, but is there an opportunity for there to be enhanced um, assessment or support so that people aren't having to, you know, do the West Coast um, story we tell of, um, you know, a six-hour round trip for a 15-minute specialist appointment is is a huge cost to people. And uh, we also provide support to the Chatham Islands. And again, that's several days sometimes for families that um, to come across and, and have care. So what, what can we do that um, can reduce the need to travel um, and enhance the ability to deliver not only community and primary based care, but also specialist care uh, in really different ways. So, yeah, I'm, uh, for me, those are kind of front of mind. And then I guess the big thing facing uh, the New Zealand health system, and, I, and you and I are very close to the outputs um, from the Heather Simpson review that speaks to the importance of digital and data. And so, you know, are we using all of the capability at our fingertips to deliver the best care we can to, to the New Zealand um, citizens? And I don't think we are. So what are some of the tech solutions? And they, and they might be really basic. But that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm up for, for, for something simple if it really, really changes the, the cost curve or improves uh, the outcome, uh, particularly equity outcome for, for, mm-hmm. for New Zealand citizens and our populations. Um, but Scott, I just wanted to come back to your point around the validation and the prize. Um, and your your concept of people going, yeah, I, you know, why would I bother? Because you know, the, you know, there will be other greater ideas, and you know, mm. I'll never win. And to your point around the process, because I think the the prize um, and the and the mechanism of of evaluation and the feedback loop, my experience of working with in, innovators of any kind, or even large tech companies, sometimes they've got a solution that they don't know what problem they're trying to solve. And even that process of just enhancing, refining, challenging, pivoting, all of those processes that will be part of both the judging criteria, the feedback, the selection for those that get to go through the the boot camp um, process with the Ministry of Awesome, uh, and then the outcome of the winner and then the validation. And hopefully then, you know, an opportunity for a company to to commercialise and and grow New Zealand's economy in this space. So I think we could have many winners, not just one winner, um, if people, you know, really roll their sleeves up and embrace the opportunity that's in front of them. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for emphasising that because that, that, I see that actually as the, the even more important important part. If you're thinking of just uh, a prize money, cash, then 
probably you shouldn't actually enter you know because you, you're it's probably not slim. going to enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah and and you're actually entering for the wrong reasons you know so you know because you know the the ability to work with people like yourself and you know rick at at ryman and and kiwinet and marion and her team at ministry of awesome canterbury university it's just fantastic yeah, it's great the and you also mentioned earlier uh, clearly there's a emphasis on on christchurch and canterbury um but it's not just limited to, to them and i have given some of my uh, previous guests a bit of a hard time because i've said hey gosh it sounds to me like this is just the typical old sort of crusader thing of of uh, pulling in all of the actually the skilled players from elsewhere and yeah. and just so you can win everything you know so uh, but that's not true in this case is it it's, it's it's open to anybody anywhere in the country it's totally but we told they they <laughs> need to join the family though and and be be part of the crusader uh, ethos which is a culture of winning and a culture of collaborating so you know um, you can come from anywhere as long as you're prepared to be red and black. Oh, awesome, awesome! Yeah, you got to you got to go through that kind of uh, blood transfusion you you, you have down there. When, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Totally. And I think you, you hand out that you don't have face masks, so it's it's that it's that uh, that patch, that eye patch, that, that everyone has to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah but, I got you know, in that's trouble. What when you have a decade of winning, you see. Yeah. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I think I'll move on. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to win this conversation. I can see that. I got in trouble last week because I predicted that the 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 Blues, who I who I don't support, actually, I support the Highlanders, but uh, I did predict that they were going to beat the Crusaders. And I think Rick, um, in my last episode, was a bit stunned by that. Uh, I was making that prediction before the game. You know, who would ever predict against the Crusaders? It's, it's, oh, it's a well, risky it, business. But as we know, it was a really tight game. And something <laughs> tells me I think I'm going to fly to Auckland for the for the rematch because I um, I think the Crusader team are going to need all of the support because something tells me that the, <laughs> the Blues uh, crowd will be um, uh, absolutely wanting a home win because they played really, really well. Yeah, yeah, the true, true, actually, and yeah, there's it would be good to have some people in the stands. You know, actually, this year the Blues have started to get some spectators back. It's been it's been one of those situations when they were talking about the Aotearoa uh, Super Rugby Aotearoa starting again. Originally, it was going to be with nobody, you know, nobody in the stands, wasn't it? It was, and we were the first country in the world to have you know, stadiums full of people watching games. And and it's um, surreal. It's surreal, Scott. I <laughs> mean, I my partner and I actually commented on it in terms of everywhere else in the world they're still doing yeah. games with no spectators mm-hmm. or, or very few and here we had a stadium packed full of fans <laughs> enjoy i mean we're very very lucky uh, yeah. and we yeah. need but we need to stay vigilant you got to stay vigilant but it has been great and yeah but of course when it did look like that it was going to be played to you know with nobody in stands for safety reasons of course um i know that the crusaders and, and some of the other teams were complaining about because they thought the the blues were going to have an advantage because they're used to playing without anybody in the stand. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going there. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to what we were supposed to talk about, right? And I had to remind people last week that this isn't a rugby show, by the way. This is a, <laughs> this is a serious digital health show. The um, so just uh, and in terms of information, so people just need to go to um, the website, which is healthtechchallenge.co.nz. The close-off date is August 16th, so that's coming up. Um, we were looking at uh, the the organising group yesterday. We had a catch-up, and we were looking at 
um, you know, how the marketing program's going. And there is a lot of interest and there are already some applications coming in. And over the next couple of weeks, I, I think we're, we're going to, there's going to be quite a uh, upward surge of people uh, who are working on their applications right now. So if you um, don't hesitate, I think you just need to get that information off the website and start preparing your application. Definitely get it in before the 16th of August. And um, I think the other area, uh, Stella, from your perspective is that you have mentioned it. It's that ecosystem that has been developing and is continuing to be developed in Christchurch around uh, encouraging uh, and supporting innovation, um, whether it's in healthcare and in, or in other areas. But in your case, and in this case, with the challenge, it's about health tech and healthcare. Um, it's just fantastic. I've seen it, you know, particularly the last five years. It's it's there's an ecosystem, and and whilst you know, I've given you a bit of hard time about kind of this Crusaders thing, but it, it is. Uh, fantastic you know just the way that things are being built up in there with the you know with the um with the precincts and everything else so you must be feeling you know you've been a real big player and had a big part of what you got so you must be feeling pleased to where it is now and where it's heading yeah i am and um having sort of been part of the blueprint design and uh and understanding that in order for uh, Christchurch to recover, it would recover off a healthy economy and the healthy economy is actually the health economy. Um, mm. The city has a lot going on when it comes to the universities uh, and ARA, um, the Te Papaha Ora, uh, Council, which I'm a member of, which is all about collaboration across all of the um, uh, uh, tertiary institutions, Naitahu and, and ourselves as a district health board, um, which is great. But then there's the innovation precinct and the connection to Christchurch NZ's uh, strategy around the four supernodes. Um, and and we've demonstrated that together we're better. Um, and so collaboration and relationships and uh, trying things out, taking some risks uh, has demonstrated that, you know, we can grow companies, we can grow um the opportunities for graduates, we can create um, opportunities for startups, we can partner with global um, heavyweights, of which we do, uh, and I think it's really powerful for for a Christchurch perspective. But, uh, but you know, Christchurch is only going to be successful if we connect with New Zealand mm, you know we're mm, not yeah. we can't we can't be an island and so it's about how what is unique and special about us can be enhanced and flourished um, and nourished uh, so that we can support you know the New Zealand mm. economy and New Zealand tech companies and uh, you know I've, I'm really excited about the opportunities for New Zealand um, in that we have a really good public health system We've got highly skilled and capable researchers, academics and teachers and clinicians. And then if we partner with industry, um, we have, you know, immense capability to solve mm. world healthcare challenges, mm. not just New Zealand's healthcare challenges, which is what the Supernode Challenge is all about is, sure, you know, first and foremost, we have to look after um, New Zealanders, but whatever works from a New Zealand perspective will work for other countries as well. And mm. so how do we ensure that the lens we put on our solutions are global? Because we are in a global economy. Mm. 
Yeah, I absolutely agree. And, you know, over through lockdown period and even just in recent times going in level one, you know, in my role, I've been getting inquiries from overseas, you know, obviously industry players who are sort of, I, I think a lot of, um, uh, have woken up, would be the best way I put it, to, gosh, what, what's this little country called New Zealand doing? You know, what, what kind of steroids is it on? To, to, you know, to, the way that it's handled COVID. And I have been saying to them, look, you know, despite what you might read in the media from time to time, um, you know, we do have a fantastic uh, public health system. We, and most of that is because we've got some incredible people and across the board and and then of course they're going well how can we get a piece of the action you know and the, you know suddenly we we are as a country um uh, really grabbing a lot of attention so you know and then it's okay they want to come into new zealand to be part of what's happening here but uh, in reverse that gives us an opportunity uh, in terms of well hey what we do in new zealand is something that you you know you could use overseas as well which gives us opportunities doesn't it it does, and we've already got experience. Um, you know, mm. I I have international partnerships with um, large mm. companies, and you know they call us friendly. You know, we're friendly to innovate with. We're um, we're easy to provide feedback. We're open to beta versions, and as long as we get to our voices is heard in terms of enhancing mm. and improving mm. things, so. You know, it, it's a great opportunity for for international uh, companies uh, who are looking at how they can solve uh, healthcare problems to consider what what it is that they could do to support New Zealand. And and and, mm. and equally, New Zealand companies are already doing amazing things uh, internationally in the in the health mm. tech space. So, you know, it's a win win really. Yes, it is, and uh, and got to um, yeah that whole. Yeah, you know, what's good for New Zealand is is good for all of us and all that sort of thing. So when, when I was originally talking with Marion um, about the Supernode Challenge, um, which was a few months ago, it might have even been towards the end of last year, and and I said to her, well, look, well, um, yeah, I'd love to be involved because you know, you, you know, Marion's like it was just like full of energy, and this is the greatest thing ever, and I agreed with that, and I said, yeah, I'd love to be involved, but and when have NZ hit support it, um, so I could see the benefit. The but I said, you know, again coming back to this Cantabrian thing, I said how's it going to go with having this national organization involved and she you know of course she was like what are you talking about scott you're just silly and uh, and, and here we are and i'm pleased that we are involved and, and it didn't you know it didn't take much convincing if, if at all so um i think that's great and i is there anything else you want to sort of finish off with there and uh yeah one last kind of meaty piece of uh advice perhaps for someone who's thinking about applying um I would encourage people to uh, think about how they, what team they're putting in, um, mm. because it's a, a, a it will require a, a, a strong team. Uh, I don't be afraid if the idea is still small uh, and needs nourishment. That's the whole point of the process, um, and. Uh, yeah, just and you don't have to be from Christchurch. Um, you just need to be able to come and be part of a, a great yes. city and <laughs> environment. No, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, <laughs> you, need, you need to want to come and collaborate with the Canterbury District Health Borders if you want to validate. Um, yes. But of course, you know, yeah, anything's possible. And these are real challenges. Rural healthcare, uh, elder care. Our population is aging, and we mm. want to do things differently. Uh, and then, of course, if someone's experienced the system and, and gone, you know what, I've got a better solution. Bring yes. it on. We want to yeah, hear bring about it. Bring it on. Yeah. yeah, and you did make the point. Yeah, that there'll be there could be large, medium, um, small, or, or not even just a startup point and yeah. uh, sitting on something. Um, 
yeah, that that could be just perfect for this. So, yeah, it's not just about say, you know, someone as I put it, sort of in their back in their garage, kind of tapping away on their on their uh, keyboard. You know, it could be it could be a large organisation that's got something that that um, could apply. So, so yeah, abs- absolutely. Know. And you know, they've had it sitting on the on the back burner and and think actually this could be a mechanism for us to get excited. Mm, exactly. Okay. Well, thank you, Stella. And yeah, you know, as I said earlier on in the uh, in the show, we will have to get you back on and talk about some other things, and and perhaps even after the you know the the winners are announced and all that sort of stuff uh, has flowed through. You know, that would be quite a good conversation to have as well, wouldn't it? That, you know, who yeah. are you working with, and how are they going, and 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 even get them on the show with you as well. And uh, so so we'll continue this conversation on. I'm sure. Thanks, Scott. My pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Stella, and thank you, everybody, for listening, and I hope you've uh, enjoyed it. I just want to um, emphasize that the website to go to is healthtechchallenge.co.nz. Uh, the close-off date is August 16th, so that clock is ticking. So get into the website, check it out, and uh, take our advice, Stella and my advice today. You know, don't hesitate. If you think you've got a good idea, well, then you have got a good idea, and, and get the application in. So thank you, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Digital Health Insights Podcast with Scott Errol. Make sure to subscribe and join us again for more news, views and stories from key health and tech leaders. For more information, please head to our website at www.nzhit.nz where you'll find links to resources, news, events and much more.